a husband and wife were driving down the highway after having a very fierce and vicious argument. And none of them were willing to budge, so they had been driving for some time in silence. And the husband pointed to a mule in a pasture and said, Relative of yours? And the wife replied, Yes, by marriage. <laughs> Have you ever had an argument like that? Could you imagine yourself having an argument like that? Would you say that you were a kind-hearted person? What would other people say about you? Kindness is powerful. Kindness can transform lives. We are challenging everyone in our area to commit themselves to intentional acts of kindness this month. How's that been going for you? When is the last time you said a kind word or did a kind deed for someone? Kindness has been getting lots of attention long before we gave it any attention here at St. John's. People of faith have been exploring the ancient roots of kindness from a Christian perspective. Social scientists have been studying the effect of kindness on human thriving. And ordinary people have been starting to give more and more attention to kindness because these ordinary people are sick of living in a society where kindness has been to the curb. And if you're sick of that too, raise your hand. I see lots of hands. Hopefully by the end of this month, you will have come up with your own definition for kindness. You will have thought this through and said, here's how I would speak of kindness. But to help you keep sorting that out, here are some ordinary definitions some people have given. Kindness is a choice. Kindness is putting someone else first before yourself. Kindness is choosing to look at somebody instead of choosing to look away. Here's how some social scientists talk about kindness. Kindness is a meta-value that encompasses acts of altruism, empathy, justice, and respect. It is always an action often done with the intention to benefit, and sometimes driven by emotion. A number of people who took our online kindness survey from all around the country as well as in our county chose this definition. Kindness is demonstrating love for people and practical acts of service. If you think there's some truth to all of those definitions, say amen. Absolutely. So keep pondering. What's your definition? In today's gospel lesson from St. Mark, we find Jesus encountering some tattletaling first century disciples. Anyone here ever tattletale on anyone? Anyone do it recently? <laughs> well, Jesus will have none of this tattletaling when the first disciples come up and say, Hey, this guy's been casting out demons. Jesus, come on. What are you going to do about that? Using your name. Well, here's what Jesus has to say to the very first disciples. He says, Do not stop him. For no one who does a deed of power in my name 
be able soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. The Jesus way is a generous way. The Jesus way is a kind-hearted way. In the Old Testament in the Bible, a word is used again and again and again to describe who God is. What's that word? Hesed. Hesed. Let's all say that together. Hesed. Let's try it loud and really loud, okay? And then you can scream out, okay? On three, we're going to shout Hesed. One, two, three. Hesed. Not bad. We'll, we'll, we'll just take that. That's a Hebrew word. So you learned a little Hebrew today. And that word roughly translates to loving kindness. Let's say that loudly. Loving kindness. So it's not just that God is occasionally loving and kind, or that God is occasionally chooses to do nice things, but that God is loving kindness. Think about that. Remember, don't just feel your faith, think your faith. God is loving kindness. So every time you are kind, whether you say a kind word or whether you do a kind deed, you are tapping into all those previous definitions that we talked about. But you are also participating, even if in a very small way, the kindness of God. Whether a person believes in God or not, God can and does work through acts of kindness, including kind words and kind deeds. Now here's a statement. You tell me whether the statement is true or whether the statement is false. A kind-hearted person is more likely to say more kind words and do more kind deeds than an average-hearted person. True or false? True. That seems very obvious, right? So obvious. But what's not obvious is how do you and I cultivate kindness in our hearts? How do we do that? How do we let kindness reign so that naturally flows from the words we say and the things that we do? How does that work? How can that happen? And now for a very not true story that is a very thinly veiled joke. So yesterday I went into town to a convenience store. And the convenience store has a very large sign on it that says, Open 24 hours a day. So around 11.30 p.m. I go down to the convenience store. And I see the guy closing up the store. I say, I point to the sign, I say, aren't you open for 24 hours? And the man says, not in a row. <laughs> Your heart and mine are often like that convenience store. When someone shows up at the door of our hearts at the wrong hour, they discover we are closing up shop. We are not responsive. We are not interested. So how can we cultivate kindness in our hearts so that we are open at every hour? A state trooper was awarded a medal, an honor, by the governor of his state for his 
gentle approach to policing and his very successful approach to policing, which involved no excessive force that was mentioned during the ceremony. And after the ceremony and all of that, a man came up to the trooper and said, ah, hold on a second, no excessive force. You've never like roughed up a drunk or something like that. Been a trooper for 15 years, doing the things you have to do, seeing the things you see. Uh, how did that happen? How could something like that happen? And the trooper said two things. Two things. He said, when I'm called upon to break up a fight, let's say at a bar, I never say, oh, that's a drunk that I have to deal with. I always say to myself, that's somebody's husband. That's somebody's son. That's somebody's neighbor who got drunk. I always try to think of him as a man first. I don't think of him as a criminal. Number two, the trooper said, the Bible says a soft word turns away wrath. Anyone know uh, where that's from? Take a guess. Proverbs 15.1. So the trooper said, the Bible says a soft word turns away wrath. So whenever I walk up to an automobile in that window, I always try to speak a little softer than the person I'm speaking to. Alright, some questions about that trooper and that story for you. Uh, do you think that trooper was naturally kind-hearted? Possibly. It's possible that he just had that kind of personality. Do you think his Christian faith helped his heart to grow in kindness and to practice kindness? Yes, I think so. Do you think his decision, his intentional decision to view people as human beings, not as criminals, not as problems, helps him to grow in his heart and to practice kindness? Oh, yes. And do you think his choice to speak softly also helped him to grow in his heart and kindness and to practice kindness? I think so. I think that's right. There are many lessons in that story for all of us in this room. Some of you more than others, and you know who you are, the Spirit knows who you are. But with God's help, all of us, let's put those lessons to practice. Amen? Okay, we are getting close to the end of our month of intentional kindness. So let's do a little survey, and then have a little chat. You can raise your hand if these survey questions apply, if you agree with the survey questions. Question number one. How many of you have noticed more acts of kindness this month? I have noticed. I see a number of hands. Question number two. How many of you have committed one or more intentional acts of kindness this month? I see a lot of hands. Question number three. How many of you think my jokes have reached an all-time low this month? Okay, I see a few hands, a few hands. Some of you don't have enough evidence yet, but... They were never very high to begin with. So now in a moment, what I would like you to do, but not yet, I'm going to have you talk just for like a minute or so with three or four people around you. And I want you to talk about two things. What are you learning about kindness? And how do you think people develop kind hearts? What are you learning about kindness? How do you think people develop kind hearts? Talk to some people around you, three or four people. Everyone find someone, talk to somebody. What are you learning about kindness? How do people develop uh, kind hearts? Go for it.
about 10 more seconds, and then we'll, we'll regather. We'll regather.
Kindness is powerful. Kindness can transform lives. Are you participating in kindness? We have a, the month is coming to an end, but the call to live out kindness is not ending. It is part of the fruits of the Holy Spirit of the Christian life. Love, joy, peace, kindness. This is an ordinary part of Christian life. Every time you are kind, in word or deed, you are participating in the kindness of God. Every time you are kind, you might just transform or help turn a life around. Every time you are kind, you are building a better world for yourself, for the people you care about, for all. So, today, be kind. Tomorrow, be kind. Every day, be kind. Amen.